G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. Vision 180. Live different. Different. How are you doing? I was trying to remember last time we spoke. I think it was about a year ago, maybe. It was before your album it came was, out. It, yeah, it was probably about a year ago. That's amazing. That's I'm so glad cool. we're able to chat again. So, last time we spoke, I was having a look back, and Nashville was all locked up. And uh, I think things, things were just starting to open up. Where's it at now? Is it back to normal? Well, it is back to normal, but unfortunately, there's been a lot of COVID cases recently here in the United States. I don't know what it's like there, but things are fairly back to normal. Um, trying to tour as much as we can with all the restrictions still, but we're making the best of it, and I'm very thankful. So, so you are able to tour? You just have to, is it just a minimum number of people or how, what's the restrictions? Yeah, yeah, we are able to tour. Um, every state is really different so it just just kind of mm-hmm. up to whatever whatever state and whatever whatever uh regulations they have so yeah oh that'd be so challenging not knowing like when you're planning a tour going oh what's this state's rules again oh, and what's this state's rule i know oh, i know man. but hey it's better than not being able to tour at all and, and we're thankful because i believe that that music is so powerful for people in these times yeah totally so, okay, so last time we spoke, I think your album was just about to come out. Have you had much good feedback since it's come out, or what, what's the reaction? Yes. Yes, so my debut album called Bigger Story released on September 10th of last year. It's been incredible. I believe there's already been over 30 million streams on, on the whole album altogether, yeah. and um, it's been just really, really cool just to see God use uh, the power of music to, to reach people in a time where people need it more than ever before and that ultimately this bigger story that we call life there is a better hero and his name is Jesus and that's why I get on the stage every single night and that's why I have a goal in my life to provide people with hope through that gospel every single day. Yeah, totally. So, okay, so last time we spoke, I think your album was just about to come out. Have you had much good feedback since it's come out, or what, what's the reaction? Yeah, I think the album really was such a beautiful work that I'm so proud of. It was Some of these songs were written over four years ago, and at that point in time, I was still in high school. and There's been a lot of growth that has happened since then, but I think I would really condense it down to that message that I just shared that we're all in a bigger story called life and we have a better hero and his name is Jesus. And inside of that story, there's ways that we can look back on it in our past, in our present and in our future and see God's goodness in all of those moments. And I tried to really piece this record together as a story. And there's many moments that I've needed to declare these truths over my life through these songs. And so many other listeners have really related to those messages as well. And it makes me keep writing the songs that I'm writing today. Do you have a favorite track on the album, Kate? You know, that's a hard question. That's a really hard question. You can't ask an artist that, but I will answer it. I will answer <laughs> it. I would say at this point today, 
my favorite song <laughs> is definitely Source of Life. And I think it really hits me emotionally because I wrote that song. It was one of the last few songs that I wrote for my debut album. And at that point in time, I was a little tired. And I, I felt like I had no more words left to say. And I said, wait, that's a song. Because a lot of people feel like they're tired and like they have no more words left to say. And at the end of the day, there is nothing that can ever truly satisfy other than Jesus. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. And that is what led me to write the song Source of Life. Oh, wow. That's so cool. I was going to say, that's one of my favorites too. And I just had a look on Spotify. It's got like more than 2 million streams, Kate. It's pretty cool. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. I'm like, let's get it to 2 million. We're so close. Let's go. (laughs) And you had a birthday too, I saw. Happy birthday. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I, uh, are you 21? I feel pretty old. Right? I'm not going to lie. I feel pretty old. Oh, yes, so old. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get up to for your birthday? Well, I had some friends that threw me a surprise birthday party, and I actually got to see a lot of oh. old friends that I haven't seen in a long time. So it was a really great time. Oh, that's so cool. I love surprises. Surprise birthdays are the best. Oh, amazing. Such a blast. And I also saw that you were performing at the We Love Christian Music Awards in a few weeks. I sure Whole am. heap of artists going to be there. Yes. What can we expect from that? What are you going to be doing? Well, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm still deciding what song I'm going to do. So if any listeners want to let me know what song I should perform, you just uh, <laughs> you just let me know. But uh, I'm really excited for it. I'm honored to be nominated for a couple of these awards, and I'm excited to spend time with. A lot of my music, uh, Christian music colleagues and, and friends and peers. So it's going to be an amazing time. Y'all should tune in. Yes. Do you know if we can tune in in Australia? I'm assuming it's live, like it's a live stream. I believe so. I believe the there will be a link that will be on YouTube if I'm if I'm correct. So amazing. Oh, looking forward to that. Ooh. Kobe James is going to be there too. Are you, do you guys know each other? At yeah, all? we're buddies. Yeah, absolutely. I love Kobe. I wondered if you were. Yep. He's a great, great guy. He's That's awesome. So talented, loves the Lord, has an amazing heart, and amazing music. So, so Kate, is there any chance of doing a song together, a little bit of a collab Ooh, with Kobe? That would be really fun. That would be awesome. I, I would love that. I'll have to send him a text and be like, "Hey, man, let's let's work on a song together." <laughs> You'll have to. I reckon it'd be massive. That would be awesome. <laughs> you posted on Instagram a couple of days ago about a little teaser about some new music coming out. Can you give us some insight into that? Well, I can tell you this much. From January 1st till now, yeah. I've been living in the studio, it seems like, and I've been working on a lot of new music. So oh. if that tells anything, I've got some songs that are ready for y'all to hear soon. So just stay tuned. Stay tuned. I can't share any release dates or anything yet, but it's coming. Okay. It's coming. So we're talking like an album or like a few singles? We're talking uh, a few songs at first, but uh, it'll turn into an album. You're going to drip feed us. Yes, yes. Suspense. That's right. That's right. Oh, I'm so excited about that, Kate. I was going to ask that too. When you brought out Bigger Stories, did you have like a whole heap of songs that you had to condense down or did you just have like a few that you're like, yep, this is this is the song? Yeah, I wrote a lot, a lot, a lot of songs uh, before my debut album. Part of that was because I was, I was just writing and writing and writing, but there was probably over 100 songs that I had um, before 
picking. So can you tell us a little bit about your song, Never Too Late, as well? Absolutely. Yeah, so the song Never Too Late, it's really just a vibe. It has, the song has a vibe to it. And the song really was a message that I felt like I resonated with that, you know, some people can relate to. Um, you wonder if your mistakes are, are just too much to ever receive the love of God. And the truth is that it's never too late for God's grace. And the Bible talks about in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But the hope is <laughs> the next verse that we can have hope in Jesus Christ. And it's never too late. And it's by his grace that we can be transformed forever. Amen. And so that is the message that I've been able to cling to in that song. And I just love playing the song. I'm not going to lie. I was rehearsing it with the band a couple weeks ago, and it's just so much fun to play. So so when you write a song, do you usually write it by yourself at home, or do you collaborate with a few other people? And like, how do, what's the process for you? Or is it different as well for each song? It is different for every song. A lot of times I bring in an idea. So maybe it's a hook of an idea of a song, or maybe it's just a lyric, or maybe I have half the song written, but I, I most of the time, write with other people. So that's that's so much fun, being able to bounce ideas off of amazing songwriters and people that I've looked up to for a long time and that are really um, writing messages that people need to hear. Is it is it a vulnerable time when you're writing songs? Like I feel like with Dear Future Wife and when you're writing personal songs, do you find that hard to do with other people or do you love it? Well, I can tell you, uh, like a song like Dear Future Wife, I actually wrote, a good portion of it by myself and then I I, I decided wait I need some help <laughs> on, on a, this, this last verse and tightening some things up and so I hit up a buddy of mine his name's Ross King and he uh, he helped me kind of bring it all together and I've really trusted him for years he actually wrote uh, my debut single called Provider with me as well and so it was a trusted voice that I knew I could take a very intimate song like that too but it is hard. Songwriting is a very intimate thing. You have to share your emotions with sometimes people that you've just met for the first time in, in a writing room, but it's, it's beautiful and uh, it really encourages me to be better every day. Now, Cade, it, it has been a rough couple of years. We were talking, touching on it before with COVID, how it, it can be so hard to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus with all this unrest and fake news and there's a lot of stuff going around that's really unsettling for a lot of people. How do you find that you keep your faith strong and keep your eyes focused on Jesus throughout all this craziness? Mm, I, that is such a good question. Uh, one thing I would say is, <laughs> if you think it's hard, I'm with you, and because it is hard. Um, one thing I would really encourage you to do is, sometimes social media can be very draining, and I've had to find the balance of, of that in my own life, of what voices am I listening to, and... <laughs> Funny enough, I actually have a song on my last record called Voices that's really talking about how I can just be so stuck in my phone and there's all these voices that are trying to speak into me. But at the end of the day, the only voice that matters is the voice of truth, and that's the voice of Jesus Christ. And that's the voice that we can trust. And so if there's seasons where I find like my mind is spinning, I have to slow down and I have to rest in the Father's arms. And for me, rest looks like sometimes just going to my favorite coffee shop and putting in some headphones and writing or listening to music or diving into the word of God, all these 
things. And then the last thing I would really encourage you, and I know it's really hard in these times as people can't be together, um, but I would say com- community and accountability is really, really key. So praise God, we have things like Zoom that we're chatting on right now halfway around the world. And um, we're able to use platforms like that. So um, get connected. Do not isolate yourself. Have you always had a faith in Jesus? Have you always been a Christian or was there like a strong turning point in your life? Yeah, that's a good question. So I was raised in the church. My mom was in ministry growing up. And so for me, I was kind of like the second home for me was my church. And I remember always being the first one there and the the last one to leave, it seemed like. And I didn't really understand it until I got older, but I was really, really thankful for those foundations because I believe that they shaped me into the man that I am today. Because at a young age, I, I saw a reflection of love in my life through my parents and my family that ultimately led me to choose to follow Jesus. Because as we all know, going to church is not what makes you a Christian. <laughs> uh, choosing to follow Jesus is what makes you a Christian and everything else is the overflow. And so there was a moment in middle school where I said, you know what, Lord, I don't want to just go through the motions. I, I need this faith to be my own. I need to own it. And I said, Jesus, I, I surrender my life to you, my hopes, my dreams, my passions, everything. And after that moment, a few years down the road, God began to put this whole music thing on my life that I was just staying faithful to. And it was one moment after the next. And and so to answer your question, long story short, um, I was always around it, but my life changed when I experienced him. Did you have like a defining moment that you remember when you decided Absolutely. this is it, I've, I'm giving my life up. Do you remember when that Absolutely. was? Absolutely. For me, the defining moment was I was in the summer after my fourth grade year of elementary school and I went to a church camp. And here here in America, that is a really big thing, Christian church camps. And so I went to this Christian church camp and it was the last night and I just got on my knees and I knew that this had to, there had to be something more than just going through the motions and going to church, but actually it needed to be a relationship. And that's the moment that I I said, Jesus, I choose to follow you. Wow. And it's so cool to see the fruits of that now, like with the music that you're putting out and encouraging people all over Australia. Like it's so cool to see God working in your life. Thank you so much. Would you say it's been easy being a follower of Jesus? (laughs) Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I I would definitely say no. It's not been easy. There's been hard moments, but you know what? The Bible never says that it would be easy. <laughs> um, yeah, never does. so true. But Jesus says, take heart for I have overcome the world. He says that in John 16, take heart for I have overcome the world. And so, no, the Christian life is not easy, my friend. It's definitely not easy in this time that we're living in. But I can tell you this, it's worth it. It's always worth it. So good, Cade. So what are you working on at the moment? What's your goals for 2022? Well, my goal is to uh, bring you a new song to play, hopefully, this year in the, in the, uh, in the spring. So. <laughs> no, but for real, I'm, Amazing. I'm working on a brand new single right now and working really, really hard on that. A lot of new music. I've got writing and writing camps and all the fun stuff. and. I've actually got a very, very, very exciting release on February 11th, 
you're one of the first few people to know this. Oh, that's exciting. I have an acoustic version of my song, Dear Future Wife. Just a special thing for Valentine's Day weekend. Um, You can play it on the air, whatever you want. It'll be out anywhere that people can listen to music. And I'm really excited. It's, It's been cool. You mentioned the song earlier, but to see people gravitate towards that message that the waiting is worth it and that God's timing is ultimately the best. And I'm excited for people to hear this very special acoustic version. We got an amazing orchestra on this version, and it's going to be just beautiful. So, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear that one. Yeah. Do you have any plans for Valentine's Day, Kate? Have you got a Valentine? (laughs) No, I do not. I'm just (laughs) keeping my eyes on the Lord in this season and trying trying to make the most of it. So. Uh, you heard that, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good on you, Cade. Oh, we're loving your stuff. We're loving your music, and we love your heart for Jesus. Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.